one blog podcast. Sans Taylor again. Um, it's like his birthday or something, so he thinks he can skip out on this. Yeah, I mean, The Hobbit's cool and all, but you have, um, uh, what's that word? Um, things you have to do. Priorities? Pri- uh, no. No. Uh, well, I forget he's it. He's now a newly married birthday boy, so. Uh, yeah, I guess that's exciting. <laughs> Taylor's out watching The Hobbit probably right now, so we're here. Bringing you the Midwest's premier gaming news podcast straight out of the natty, Cincinnati. What week is it, Thomas? This podcast is for the week of December 15th. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So got the day right. Yeah, right out in the middle of December, um, right before like Christmas season kicks into overdrive. And we don't get the ability to record. I don't think we're going to be able to record because next podcast would be on New Year's Eve. And I'm going to be somewhere. So Party. We probably won't um, have a podcast until 2015. So this is going to round out the year. I guess we have to make it a good one then. Yeah, we'll have to. Me and you will hold it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's... um. We've updated our studio a little bit. Um, we now have a couch. Hell yeah. And a studio. And a studio. <laughs> so Not that's just pretty your cool. bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to like sit next to my dirty clothes hamper anymore. It smells neutral in here now. But uh let's let's jump right into it because while we were out, the uh Sony PlayStation experience hit. Which was the best thing ever. Like, I used to want to go to E3. And I was like, man, when I'm, like, rich, I'm going to go to E3. I'm going to pay, like, $2,000 one year and fly out to Vegas and go to E3. And no, now I want to go to the PlayStation Experience. Like, I can get all that Sony goodness without even having to look at one Xbox. (laughs) Oh, it was... Did you look at any of the any of the stuff that came out of there? I looked at some of it. I wasn't keeping track of it like uh, by the minute, like right. you probably were. But uh, I I tried to keep up with some of the news. I mean, yeah. Um, so after it was all said and done, after the um, video game awards, which actually mm-hmm. we weren't planning on talking about, but I've decided we should. <laughs> after the video game awards and. The PlayStation Experience, there were at least 50 videos of new games or teasers or gameplay videos for PlayStation games, whether that be PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, or PlayStation Vita, mm-hmm. which is just like the best thing to do right before Christmas. Like, Sony doesn't have the strongest Christmas lineup this year. And they did, like, the best thing you could do, which is just show off everything you're doing right now. And just be like, yeah, like, um, you could play Drive Club this Christmas, but, like, in two months, we're going to have The Order. We're going to have Bloodborne. Next year, we're going to have Uncharted. We're going to have so many awesome games. I couldn't even, like, I just got lost in the (laughs) deluge of videos. I actually didn't watch it, like... 
up to the minute. Mm-hmm. I just remembered Sunday that the PlayStation experience was happening that weekend. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if there's any new videos on YouTube. And then I went to Sony's video ta- channel and just watched gameplay video after trailer, after teaser, after gameplay video the whole day. And I'm just like, I don't even, I can't, I can't even tell you all the games, I mean, all the games I saw. There's just so many games. Um, which I think is a really smart strategy because I don't remember most of them, <laughs> but I still feel like it was the best thing ever. So I think with with this kind of stuff, I think qua- quantity is definitely better than quality right now because people associate indie games with just being like just as valuable as AAA titles because AAA titles are sucking so bad. Yeah. I mean, I I think that that's one of the reasons that Sony like has people so hyped up because they're like check out all these games and they'll show you like two AAA titles and then 20 indies, but people are still like what does the Xbox One have? There's so many games on PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's a good it's a good strategy. It's bold strategy. It's bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's working out. I mean, it's it's just it's it's crazy. But um, did you look at any of the stuff for the VGAs? I didn't. Um, or, I just saw kind of post reactions of it, and uh-huh. everybody said that it was infinitely better than the shit that happened last year. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, I didn't really keep watch it at all or keep up with mm-hmm. it. Like I saw reactions on Twitter after the fact and I was just like, Oh, that was that happened. I wish I could have caught that. <laughs> because everybody was like, Holy crap, that was actually a really good show and everybody's already looking forward to and pumped for it to happen again next year. So I'll definitely try to have to make sure I catch it uh next year because it seems like it was actually a really successful video game award, award show. show which <laughs> yeah. that that market hasn't been had the best history over the past couple of years. The yeah. the stuff that Spike had going for three four years was, I mean, other than like it's just your, like a buyout, yeah. Other than your one or two like AAA teaser trailers <laughs> that came out during it, it was pretty much garbage. Mm-hmm. So I can't think of the, what's the guy's name who like ran, Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley like basically put the whole thing and paid for the whole thing himself. Yeah. So, I mean, if if this can become, I mean, I'm sure he won't have to bear as much of the brunt next year with how successful this year sounded mm-hmm. like it went. But uh, hopefully it can keep going and actually become something worthwhile. Yeah, I think next year's is going to be a whole lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that Jeff said was that a lot of developers weren't able to prepare, like game trailers or announcements or whatever for it because there was such a short time frame yeah like they decided to do it like i don't know like six or eight months like before they actually did it and next year that they'll have more of that but he also said that they wanted to have more awards which i totally agree with i was looking at the awards and there were only like five like five or six awards given out like it was really small for like a three hour thing interesting that's like an award every half hour like what did they do i didn't watch it either so but so like what are they doing with that other i don't know but it 
it apparently was super awesome, and I think it's really great that Jeff Keighley did it because he has been taking all of that Spike money, and <laughs> for like, like he has been the shill of corporate games journalism forever, and for him to just like be like, all right, I saved up enough money. Screw you guys! I'm gonna do like do it right. Screw you guys! I'm doing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for him to to just shell out his own money to do it right, mm-hmm. it was is just like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm super glad it worked out. I, I am too. I mean, I, I'm I'm really glad that it worked out, and it's awesome that he was able to do that. And I, I'm hopefully he continues to get the recognition that he deserves because, like you said, as much as he was kind of like, the corporate shill of Spike. Like, I think he genuinely did try to do his best with it. Uh-huh. And, like, right. he tried really hard to make it, like, better than just, like, Spike was just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to throw this video game's crap on TV because we don't have anything else better to show. Like, <laughs> what else are we going to show at 11 o'clock in the afternoon than E3? <laughs> Another Star Wars marathon? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I really do like, like, I watched... E3, like, I would record the E3 Spike stuff and, like, fast forward through some of the garbage. But, like, for <laughs> the Jeff Keighley stuff, normally he did a really good job with it, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you know what? One of the, uh, one of the announcements that came out of this VGA is, um, you VGA know. VGA or Sony Experience? VGAs. Okay. Is, like, a, uh, you know, kind of a long-running game franchise it's like the best the highest uh uh, fighting franchise ever and seems like they don't want to anything to do with microsoft anymore so that must suck apparently so the street fighter 5 as thomas was kind of alluding to street fighter 5 the next super street fighter game is only going to come out on uh sony and pc yes and sony and pc players are cross-platform play you can play against, you know, PC players and PS4 players online, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope that uh, every game that's a PS4 slash PC exclusive does this, because I'll let's just be uh, let's be real. Microsoft is the one that doesn't allow cross-platform play. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, that was really unexpected when I saw that. I mean, yeah. Street Fighter, I know, is like has that history and like everybody knows what Street Fighter is, but like I don't think Street Fighter is as big of like as it as it used to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's it's some paltry game. I mean, Street Fighter is still Street Fighter. I mean, <laughs> it's still the like beat 'em up fighting game. It's not a beat 'em up. Well, it's, it's a high skilled, high skilled competitive game. Yeah. But, I mean, the, fir- the when I saw that, that was kind of like the same... I kind of had the same reaction to when Microsoft came out and said that Tomb Raider was going to be Microsoft exclusive. That, like, uh-huh. now we have these two long-running, like, really historical franchises that have gone from all, like, cross-platform, multi-platform games to mm-hmm. back to just... Uh, first party exclusives which is it's kind of weird right 
Yeah, it's even more interesting for Tomb Raider because Tomb Raider started out as a Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. It was a PlayStation exclusive, and then I don't know if it was a PlayStation 2 exclusive or if it also came out on Xbox because I never paid attention to those games because they sucked. <laughs> um, but I, I'm actually a little sad that Tomb Raider has gone to Xbox One because uh, you said you hadn't played it, but... I will let you borrow or play my copy because it was one of the best FPSs of last gen. Like, it's really, really good. It's got really good progression hooks, mm-hmm. and the graphics on PC are super dope, and the Tress FX, so... <laughs> I mean, it. this game, we, we know with about 100% certainty that this game wouldn't have been made without Microsoft publishing it, mm-hmm. because Square Enix said that it didn't meet their expectations. Yeah, which so, they said it still made a profit, it just right. didn't meet their expectations, which it's kind of interesting to think about what, like, what they were expecting. I mean, like you said, Tomb Raider wasn't on like the hot streak that it, it was. I mean, this last Tomb Raider was... I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is like a bold statement, but like... I know if it wasn't for like Last of Us and maybe another one or two games, like uh, a lot of people were saying, like picked uh, Tomb Raider as like their game of the year behind like, mm-hmm. Last of Us and stuff. I mean, people were this game was highly rated and it oh, yeah. sold well, but it, it it's weird to think what Square Enix's position was of how, what they thought Tomb Raider should be doing. Off of the run that it had been doing up until this last game. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, you kind of said it before that the, these games are just getting so expensive to front, uh, to pay up front the cost or whatever, and then all these pricing expectations on the back end that for Microsoft, I mean, Microsoft is, must have just said, or been the only party willing to pay what... Whoever, who developed Square Enix. Well, not Square... Who actually developed the game. Square Enix published it. But do you right. know who... Well, I can't think of the developer. Of... Um, uh, it, it switched places so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has starts with like a D. Or it could be Codemasters. I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. I'm not really sure, but... Uh... Yeah, it just says by Square Enix, but that's definitely not who actually made the game. But it doesn't really matter. But the yeah, games it, are just so expensive now that, like, I guess Microsoft decided that Street Fighter wasn't worth fighting for, and Sony decided that Tomb Raider wasn't worth fighting for, and now we have these games on uh, exclusives. <laughs> right. I don't know. Tomb Raider is more obvious to me as to why it happened. I mean, Sony's already publishing a lot of games, and Sony seems to be more interested in publishing multiple smaller titles than mm-hmm. a single large title. Um, so, Microsoft buying up Tomb Raider is a really good buy because it gives them game parity against Uncharted. Because if uh, if Tomb Raider wasn't out, then they would have no answer to Uncharted. Not that they, not that they should have to have an answer to it, mm-hmm. but they they have that now. 
and uh, Street Fighter Five is just a, such an interesting exclusive choice. I have to wonder, like, what what the reasoning behind it is. If it if the cross platform play actually might have something to do with it, because they announced it so early, um, they may be coding. Uh, they may have done it to save on development costs because with a fighting game like Street Fighter, it has to be like frame perfect and mm. it might be a lot cheaper to make it for, well, I mean, you're still making it for two platforms. Like, why not just port it to Xbox? Tomb Raider made by Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics. That's who it was. Um... But I'm not sure that Crystal Dynamics owns Tomb Raider. I think Square Enix owns the Tomb Raider IP. So I think that'd be interesting. They would have bought it from Square Enix. So if Crystal Dynamics bought Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider franchise, and now Microsoft's publishing it, I guess that's just well, it was so weird. It would most likely be Microsoft buying it from Square Enix because developers usually don't have that much money. If if Crystal Dynamics had that much money, they would just self-publish. True. Well, one thing, I mean, this this is kind of just taking a giant swing out of left field, but I wonder if Sony at all is trying to do this maybe, like, for, to get more into the competitive scene, because a lot of competitive video console video games have been primarily been using xbox Mm -hmm. and so i mean street fighter is one of the main fighting games i like evo and if so they're trying to like lock this in as like well ps4 is going to have to be the console that everybody uses for street fighter now Mm -hmm. if maybe they're trying to get themselves more into the competitive i mean that's just I mean, I'm sure there's more things than just that, but I wonder if that's right. one. Like, it seems like in my right. Head, I, I mean, know. it could. I think yeah, it could definitely like be a factor because I know there was a big rumor that Sony really tried to get MLG to switch Call of Duty to like competitive Call of Duty to PlayStation uh-huh. because like that was Microsoft, and I mean that's a big like that's a big deal that Microsoft has well, yeah. competitive Call of Duty. And if Sony yeah. would have been able to, to take that from them, that would have been a big... So, I mean, fighting, like, Street Fighter and Call of Duty, I would say, like, nowadays, Call of Duty has a much bigger base than competitive mm-hmm. Street Fighter, but still. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's a big grab for them on, I mean, at Evo is still a pretty big tournament, right. and if PlayStation becomes the main console at Evo, that's a pretty big deal. Right. Yeah, yeah, and it's it. Microsoft may have not wanted in on it because they've already got Killer Instinct. That's an idea too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think getting into the competitive scene is definitely something that Sony could could benefit from and could uh, try to do better mm-hmm. um, because I don't. This might be just me because this is the way that I buy games, but it just seems to me like the biggest Sony titles are not usually competitive games or games that you play competitively. Like mm-hmm. I, 
I don't buy a PlayStation 4 so that I can play, like, Call of Duty competitively or so I can play anything competitively. Mm -hmm. I buy it so that I can play, like, story games like Metal Gear Solid and Uncharted and The Order and Bloodborne. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Like, I want to sit down with 5.1 surround sound and the lights (laughs) off and the bass up and, like, get the shit scared out of me or, like, really get into a story Mm -hmm. and, like, play this, like, single-player story experience so i mean i don't i don't know if this will really do it for them because i just don't i still don't feel like like it's it's like a super and i don't know why i feel that way like there's no difference between the playstation and the xbox as far as like the controller's different Mm -hmm. but like it just the way i've always used it it feels like like a cinematic thing to me more than a competitive thing like if i'm gonna play a competitive game I'm going to play it on my computer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of personal preference, and you've kind of been used to, like, playing... Like, if all you play on a console is first, like, story-driven games, not really competitive or, like, multiplayer-based games. I mean, Last of Us had <laughs> a multiplayer mode, uh-huh. but, like, that wasn't yeah. that wasn't the reason people got Last of Us. People yeah. got Last of Us for story. And if you just play that, like, a console for that, I mean... And then you play like uh, Counter Strike or whatever and things like that on your PC. That and yeah. you just get so used to playing that. I mean, that just becomes part of mm-hmm. what what you kind of vision games as. Yeah, but one I game I might play online on my PS4 that does have online multiplayer, and I'm gonna play that online multiplayer. It's GTA Five. It's getting Jeez. them heists. <laughs> Maybe. It's getting them heists. I saw a trailer for it. I know what's happening. <laughs> well, they've been saying that for a year now, over a year now. So. <laughs> so, Rockstar came out and released a 60 second teaser trailer for online heists. And also said it's not coming out till early 2015. Mm-hmm. So word on the street is like mid to late January, mid to late January. That's what I heard on um, a GTA five o'clock podcast that I listened to today. CVG GTA five o'clock. Great podcast, guys. Game recognized game. (laughs) Well, I, uh, I would be a little more skeptical. Like, I'm just growing so skeptical. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of the running gag at the beginning of our podcast history about <laughs> yeah. GTA Five Heist. And so that's kind of why I really put this in there, just to bring it back. Because we, we let Walk it... me through it. Yeah, walk me through the history of GTA Five's online heist. So I tried to go back. I don't... I couldn't find anybody who had, like, made a time quote-unquote timeline of gta 5 heist Uh so i tried to kind of put one together myself in 10 minutes at lunch one day (laughs) so this isn't the best timeline but i mean originally like when this was before gta 5 even came out i mean they said like they said we're gonna have this awesome three person like campaign that's gonna be totally sweet and then we're going to have this online, and online is going to do all this stuff. You're going to play with all your friends, and one of the big things we're going to have is heists. And so, like, that was before the game, and they just said, like, when online comes out, we're going to have these heists, and they're going to be amazing, and this is what everybody's going to want to do. So then when 
game launched on September 18th, 2013. There was only the solo, and they said in two weeks, that's when the online's going to come out, which that was announced beforehand, so yeah. that's fine. So October 1st rolls around, and they have all of those problems with online for like that first month, and it's just a complete shit show, and like <laughs> nobody can even play online and all that stuff. And they say, oh yeah, heists, like we can't even get those because we can't even get online ready, so... We'll get that done at the beginning of next year, but we're going to get online stabilized first, and then we're going to get those heists out there. Uh huh. So in April of 2014, now we're like five months after launch, they come out and say, yeah, those heists, we're working on them real hard, and they're going to come out later this spring, we promise. Then June rolls around, then they come out and apologize. The game's out for over six months now, and they say... We're really sorry, the heist, or we're just having a big... There's, like, so ambitious, we, we didn't know what we were getting into. So, we'll, we'll get them out later this year, we promise. And this was before it had been announced that... That was right about the time, I think right after that, they announced the PS4, Xbox One version. Uh-huh. And so that's when everybody started speculating, oh, well, they're just going to launch heists when the new... Ver- Gen, the new gen games come out mm-hmm. which seemed reasonable and that's when i got really pissed off earlier in the podcast history when i said they just screwed everybody they knew for a year this wasn't gonna happen that they were gonna just make you buy the game twice so you could get heists or whatever uh-huh now they come out and i still haven't come out and <laughs> the new gen games have been out for like a month or two months now and heist won't be out till 2015 so early 2015 early 2015 but they're all supposed to come out in early 2014 so i'm pretty hyped are you gonna are you gonna jump on gta online and level up so you can play with me i don't think so i mean unless you get it for the 360 (laughs) you should get it for your new ps4 my new ps4 i don't have a new ps4 well why don't you have one yet you get that gta 5 bundle gta I could. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll get it for Christmas in a week. I think um, have to find out. Gamefly sent me uh, GTA Five. Sent you it. It may be in the mail. Oh. It may be at the mailbox at my old house. So immediately after this podcast recording, I'm going over there to see if GTA Five is in the mailbox. <laughs> That's a good idea. But uh, yeah, GTA Five. Super hype! I was super, I super hyped, hyped, and now I'm super over it. And I might actually beat the game. Did you finish it? I did. I finished the whole story. I didn't finish the story. The frame rate and the just like the sluggishness of the old version really bugged me. Just <laughs> knowing that it was going to come out for the next gen, like you knew it was going to come out for PS4 and Xbox mm-hmm. One, it just killed me. I I made it so far, and I was just like, I can't, I can't play this anymore. It's just. Everything was just too squinty. It hurt my eyes. Well, now the new speculation, though, is that heists are going to come out when the PC version launches, which the PC version is supposed to launch at the beginning of next year, too. So Yeah, like January 25th. <laughs> heists, PC only. <laughs> no, they've said in this announcement, heists are going to come out to every version of the game for free. For free? That's for awesome. For free. That's the one thing I'll give GTA, is that every DLC has come out, like, there's been no paid DLC, so... Yeah. Rockstar gets a big thumbs up for that. I mean, 
Yeah. All the DLCs were pretty much just like buying new guns and new weapons. There wasn't really like they added like missions. There was like one or two two cars. Yeah. I mean, they've added a lot of stuff. Like they've released monthly updates to GTA Online, so people who play that like have tons of stuff to do. Yeah, I mean GTA Online is still big, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens when GTA Six rolls around. I don't know if I'll be <laughs> as apt to get it. Yeah, well, I mean GTA. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's like a while down the road because we've got to get Red Dead Redemption too <laughs> before that happens. But um, be hype. I've just got to talk about one more thing All before right. you can get on your Destiny train. Oh, by the way, guys. Ryan has like six pages of Destiny stuff to talk about. Um, well, I have to get Taylor Taylor's vent out and my vent out. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Drive Club got a new update. Still no PS Plus version. I am this close. I'm holding my fingers really close together to just buying the regular version because I want to play this game so bad. <laughs> like... They released an update with this new, with not new, the weather system that they announced the game with, and it is so awesome. Like you can set it to like super snowy, and then you can't see out of your cock, out of like the car because it's so snowy. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty awesome. I mean, pretty awesome. I mean, can Forza do that? Does Forza have weather effects? Um. No, not really. I mean, there's like snowy maps, but uh-huh. it's not like it doesn't affect your, your handling. That like, yeah, no. yeah. Drive Club, like you can you can set it to like change weather throughout the race. Like you can start off it's sunny, and then it goes to night, and then it comes back to day, and it snows. It's just like so awesome. Like you can just add so many little touches, and it looks so beautiful. Oh, I look at pictures of Drive Club every day. And ask myself why I don't just buy it. It's not like I don't have the money or anything. But I want my free version. Because you're waiting for them to give you the thing that they promised they'd give you at launch. And I want my free version. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm sure Like by the time they finish like upgrading the weather and all these other like non-important things, then they'll give you the free version. The weather's really important. Well... I would say like appeasing the customer base and giving them the game that you said they were gonna, you were going to give them like over a dynamic weather system is more important. But like that's just me. I would so I would say it's probably better to fix the game for the people that already bought it than to give it away. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, you may now talk about Destiny. Where to start? Where to start, Thomas? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, so I guess we'll start with the first DLC came out last Tuesday. So, eight days ago, uh, Crota, Crota's End came out, which... So, it came with three new missions, uh, a strike, and a raid... Mm-hmm. And new multi three new multiplayer maps for seventeen dollars or whatever it was. Which all the missions are good. I played through all the missions. I played through the strike. I played the raid. We couldn't. We didn't beat the final boss yet. But they're all really good and it's all really fun. But one thing that they did when they came out with this is 
they mocked up the upgrade system for all the gear. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say they... They say they've changed it for the better. Uh-huh. A lot of people are disagreeing with them. What do and they do? So, for upgrading weapons and armor, there used to be four different materials mm-hmm. that each different planet you would go to had a specific material. So, Earth had spin metal, the moon had helium filaments, Venus had. Oh, shit. I can't think of it. Green, these green balls. These green balls, yeah. Plants. And then the Mars had relic iron. Uh And so any weapon or would have a... It'd be random, but it'd have one of those materials you'd have to have to upgrade it alongside of, like, cash and weapon parts or something else that you get for, like, just some uh, Uh taking apart weapons. Right. So... But the legendary and exotic weapons, when you got to the end, after you go through all the weapons and the armor have a kind of base pattern of an ability, upgrade damage, an ability, an ability, and then three upgrade damages for the top stuff. Okay. So those last three upgrade damages or upgrade armor would take these things called ascendant material that you could only get from doing... The old raid, mm-hmm. or the like, weekly or daily challenges, which were harder versions of normal missions. Okay. So they were like level thirty missions, and you'd be guaranteed to get two or four of those ascendant materials. So they're rare, but like that made you like have to try to do those harder challenges to get these harder items to upgrade your stuff. Mm-hmm. All makes sense. All well and good. Okay, Everybody sure. wanted energy and shards to upgrade their stuff. Sounds so it sounds legit. it sounds normal like any normal game. Uh-huh. Well, they decided for this new raid to introduce two new things. So instead of ascendant materials, now they have radiant shards and radiant energy on top of ascendant shards and ascendant energy. So okay. the raid gear that you get from the new raid. That you have to get to level to get the new raid cap or level cap of thirty two, you have to get radiant energy or radiant shards, which you can only get from doing the raid, the uh-huh. new raid, and that's it. That's the only way you can get it. That's that doesn't seem terrible. But the the problem is is that the most energy or shards you can get from doing the whole raid. Is mm-hmm. like sixteen. Okay. To fully upgrade one piece of armor, you'll need twenty-two. We'll just do the raid twice. You can't do the raid twice. Why not? Once you do the raid, so everything it always resets on a Tuesday. But once you do the raid once with one of your characters, that's your like you finished it for the week, and you can't get any more drops like item drops or weapons from the raid until it resets the next tuesday why don't you just you just wait a week until it resets that's fine but it'll take people like eight weeks to upgrade the three things that they're trying to get that they're not even guaranteed to get from doing the raid 
Uh-huh. So it's just, I mean, because yes. they, if they, uh, people wouldn't have a problem if they didn't, the other problem, I guess, that this is what really pissed a lot of people off, including myself, is that everybody worked hard, and this, so you can kind of talk about this, uh-huh. about if, if this is similar with, like, World of Warcraft. So Maybe. a lot of people are saying that that this DLC drop is essentially what happens with every MMO when the expansion comes out. That everything that you've already that you got in the previous stuff becomes almost useless. Yes. And only the new stuff is important. Yes. Because all that stuff is infinitely better than the shit that you had. Yes. That's is how that MMOs work. You release the expansion comes out and you have to get the like it's not like a card game. Like mm-hmm. the Hearthstone cards have to like work with the old stuff. But it with an MMO, you just the expansion stuff is just better every time. Mm-hmm. It's always just better. And the only way you can get the expansion stuff is always through playing the expansion. So like this is just business as usual. Mm-hmm. It's just forcing players to upgrade. Like I it's that's not a very because I can't compare it to Hearthstone because it's like a completely different thing. Because no, it's I understand free and stuff. what you're saying, but like it's it, every MMO so works like, like this instead of like in Hearthstone, like you're saying, where they release this quote unquote expansion, but they're not deleting the new things. Everything still has to be integrated together and work cohesively. Right. In this, it's essentially it's not a new game, but it's virtually a new game and. They can't just take everything from you and give you the new stuff, but like they force you to have to get the new stuff. Right. Well, I mean, you you have to get the new like the whole point of the new expansion mm-hmm. is to get the new stuff. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's like your goal is to get the new stuff. But it, if they if you balance your new equipment with the old equipment, then what's the point in purchasing the DLC if the old equipment is just as good? Well, yeah, and so. Here, one of the articles that I read on Polygon, which I thought it was a really well-written article, and it, it it was talking about the flawed armor system now of how the... In Destiny, we kind of talked about this, and I think you know it, is that there's the soft cap at 20. Right. So you reach 20 by just doing experience and increasing mm-hmm. experience. And then from 20 to 30, and now 20 to 32, is by light on your armor mm-hmm. so your lows 12 levels are strictly based on the armor that you have mm-hmm. so how what a lot of people are really upset about is before to or before the dlc the highest you could get in light without doing the raid is 29 mm-hmm. the only way you could get to 30 is by getting at least three of the four armor pieces from the raid. Right. Which completely makes sense. The old raid. Mm-hmm. Now, they've released the new DLC. And right. to try to help people get to playing the new DLC, you can buy armor from the store vendors uh-huh. that gets you to 31. Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah. They've completely obfuscated the need to do, do the, the original order. raid. Yeah. Now that's dumb. Yeah. In World so, of Warcraft, you would still want to do the original raid to get 
Like you don't you yeah. So like that's that's what really upset me is that like you worked I worked so hard to get my two I got two of my characters to thirty uh-huh. with old raid gear. Mm-hmm. And now I bought two pieces of armor from the stupid vendors to get me to thirty one because like I want I need to get to thirty one to help like because you could do the new raid. It says it's a level 30 raid. But the final boss is actually level 32. Uh-huh. So he gets a two times damage. Or not. It's not two times. But he gets a damage multiplier. Because I'm two levels below him. Uh-huh. And now that I got one of my characters up to 31. Now I halved his damage multiplier. Right. So now like being a 31 against a 32. And being a 30 against a 32. is just... A, a complete difference it's really interesting so it, it's it that's that's what pissed a lot of people off is that like they completely yeah. eliminated the point of the old raid by making the old raid gear completely useless right like, well not only did they root destroy the need to play the old raid they mm-hmm. made all of the time that you spent on that raid worth nothing mm-hmm because you can just buy it now. Yeah. There's no like there's no achievement there unless mm-hmm. can you buy equipment? Can you buy the equipment from the raid? Like no. that was in the raid. No. You still have like your special raid gear like I have the raid shoulder pads. Yeah, I mean I have all mm. 3 so on my hunter class I had I bought an exotic helmet uh-huh. from the special vendor on the weekends that sells exotics stuff okay which that's how everybody gets their exotics for the most part unless you find one which is extremely rare but then i got the body the arms and the legs Mm -hmm. from the raid okay and so i upgraded all those got to 30 bam right now the new raid comes out and i bought new boots and i did a bunch of bounties to get my way to getting arms so uh-huh. I didn't buy my new arms. I did earn my new arms. Uh-huh. Like I just bought boots because they were the cheapest out of the four armor pieces. Right. Like those had, uh, instead of having a max light of thirty, they had a max light of thirty three. Right. Yeah, that's that's dumb. I don't like that. It it yeah. So that's what a lot of people said, and a lot of people are really upset about is that. There's absolutely no point of doing the old raid anymore because it doesn't even get you anything. So, mm-hmm. it, it it's it really sucks that, and so the, those old the pieces that you buy still do take the ascendant materials, but any of the new raid stuff still takes the the fancy. new materials. Uh-huh. So the main complaint that people are saying is that oh one other complaint before I say this. Is that, <laughs> They upgraded the damage weapons, the damage of weapons, too, with this raid. Mm-hmm. So there's new weapons and old weapons. And they gave you a way to upgrade exotic weapons to get to the new level, like, to the new damage. So mm-hmm. it used to be exotic weapons had a max damage of 300. Mm-hmm. Now the max damage is, like, 335. So to upgrade it, you have to go to the special weekend vendor... Mm-hmm. And spend seven thousand money dollars mm-hmm. with the max dollars you can carry is only twenty five thousand. Uh-huh. So 
money used to be completely useless. There was no point for it. Everybody uh, had max money. Uh-huh. Everybody had a shitload of money. Nobody did anything with it. Now, nobody has money. <laughs> and everybody's broke. <laughs> everybody is like, I have a shitload of everything else. And I'm just like, well, I don't have any cash. Like, I can't buy anything. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> so now everybody's just grinding for cash because they spent, like, all their money upgrading two things. Uh-huh. So the the upgrading system's broken. And the ridiculous thing, too, is... So, like, I got a gun through an exotic bounty. Which... Uh-huh. You get a bounty, you have to do all these different challenges. Instead of just doing one, a normal bounty, you get it, you go do it, you come back, and you get right. experience or stuff to up, to level up your stuff. Right. Um, this is like a multi-step thing, like nine different things. You do all of them, you bring it back, and you get an exotic gun. Uh-huh. I had a max of 300. I had one from before the dlc but i finished it after the dlc for a gun that i already had uh-huh. and this new one was a max had the new level max oh so, clever so it, it it's stupid now that like there's people that spent all this time and money upgrading all their guns to 300 right and now you had to pay a shitload of money and then it doesn't just upgrade it uh-huh. And resets it to 300 with a max of 335. Oh, so then you have and to go re upgrade it. it. It's so stupid. Well, I mean, but, that's. I, yeah, I guess I, it gives you something to do, though. It gives you something to do, but, like, you, you spent, like, people spent days and weeks upgrading specific guns, like, all the way for them. And, like, there's this one gun called the vex mythic class which it was the best gun that you could only get for doing the old raid on the hardest setting Uh and you weren't guaranteed to get it if you get it but it was the best gun called the vex mythic class Uh it was super op when it first came out because it it had before this since this was the rare gun it had a 335 max and they said and this was months like when this is the gun that came out when it, the first right finally hit. Then they they took it down to three hundred because they said it's too overpowered. <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. Like we're just gonna make it three hundred. Then they were like, oh, the guns we nerfed it too much. They moved it back up to the three thirty five. Mm. So like we know that they can do that to guns. So the main <laughs> thing that people are saying is that they just they should have just upgraded all the exotics to the new 335 max Mm -hmm. like where you were with the gun like if you had it halfway upgraded like it should be halfway upgraded with the new max Uh, which we know that we know they can do it they did it with the vex mythic class well yeah i mean they can do whatever they want they just change the number in the system (laughs) that's it yeah but like i'm kind of i'm thinking like if what's the point if your old equipment is as good as the new equipment. Like you, there has to be incentive to play. So like, there has to be new equipment that you need to upgrade to. Which I think they could have that though if they like they introduced new guns. They introduced new pieces of armor that you had to get. Like, uh-huh. If they would have, so what they said they should have made the old gear at least the equivalent of things you could buy at the vendor. So it's not completely obsolete. Yeah. See that's because dumb. I would, I would, 
that's the only thing I have problem with is that you can buy something now that is better than stuff that you had to grind for mm-hmm. days to get before. So, like, they've said now they should just reduce the level of the old raid and make it, like, a beginner raid, like a uh-huh. training session for the new raid. Right. Because, like, that's what I've seen. Because that's what it is. Like, now all it is is, a, like, a practice ground to, like, learn how to beat hard enemies. Mm-hmm. Beca- well, and not even get the, like, good enough gear. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's kind of how it works, though. Like, once, when a new expansion drops on an MMO, the mm-hmm. old stuff is just, it's just the old stuff. Like, you just do it so that you can get to the new stuff. So, I mean, I think this is all, like, pretty normal MMO fare. Um, you know, I I think it's interesting that so many people are upset about it. Mm-hmm. Tells me that there's not, like, a huge overlap between people that have played other MMOs and are playing Destiny. For sure. Like, it seems like this is a totally new crowd of people that have not traditionally played MMOs. Which, yeah, so, I mean, I kind of have, I I've never been a huge MMO player, but, like, uh-huh. I did know, like, basic MMO stuff, so, like, I wasn't super upset about, like, the new, the new gear I knew was going to be better, and new guns were going to be better. Right. Like, some of the tweaks that they made... Like, the new materials just seems kind of, like, they tweak something just to tweak it that it didn't necessarily make it better. That wasn't uh-huh. a necessary change. Like, uh-huh. some of the things that they did were necessary changes. New guns were going to be more powerful than old guns. They yeah. did need a way to be able to upgrade old exotics. Did they do it perfect? I would argue it's no. a little excessive. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I would agree it has to be, like... It has to be worthwhile upgrading and, like, hard. It has to be a challenge mm-hmm. to upgrade an exotic to have more damage. That right. makes sense. The requirements to get there are a little steep and mm-hmm. excessive, but I don't know. Yeah. The one other Destiny thing that I, I know you even saw and commented about is mm-hmm. the weekly and daily challenges... That I kind of briefly mentioned. Now they included the new missions and strikes. And the people who don't get the DLC will be locked out of doing them whenever they come in to the rotation. Or whenever they come up on the rotation. Right. Now, was there a... Have you looked at the new strikes for this week? Yes. Are there DLC ones in it again? No. Okay. So there was only there's only one new strike oh. for Xbox. There was two new strikes for PlayStation 4. Oh. But they had said like they had already come out and said that this week's strike was not going to be a DLC, but like the week like last Tuesday when the DLC launched, right, it was they, a DLC. Like it was the DLC strike. Mm-hmm. Um today was the first day I I'm pretty confident today was the first day that they had the daily challenge was one of the new missions. Oh, so the daily um, was a DLC. The today. daily was a DLC today, which I believe was the first time that had happened. Which there was only three new missions, and uh-huh. the daily is literally all the missions. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's going to be three out of uh, probably like that's so annoying twenty, and one strike out of seven or eight. I think that if it's 
I think if they have it for like the strikes or the dailies, that mm-hmm. they should allow people that don't own the DLC to do it or provide an alternative daily or strike that you don't have to have the it's, DLC. I was really surprised when I saw that because, I mean, this is kind of different, but the first thing I thought about was Call of Duty and how Call of Duty doesn't care if you have one DLC, two DLC, three DLC, or no DLC. Mm-hmm. It knows what you have and puts you in a group with the like the same group of people. Right, right. Like, Call of Duty, if... If you had one DLC and I had two DLC, we wouldn't be able to play... Well, I think we could play together. If right. I joined a party, it says, like, you're going to be in the one DLC category because this person only has this one DLC. Right, but, right. But, like, it knows where to put people. Mm-hmm. And it seems so weird that Destiny can't have segment the people of like if you have the dlc then you can do the dlc in this week but for the people that don't have the dlc like it'll queue up this other strike for their week. right i mean call of duty's been doing that for three or four years yeah i mean it's yeah it just seems it just seems so wrong like the game came out like three months ago Mm -hmm. right like i i bought this it's already obsolete I'm not I mean, paying the $17 every three months fee, so I can't play the up-to-date content anymore. Well, I mean, I guess Bungie's one argument is that it's only that one day, or it's only that one week, and it's not going to happen every week. You're not going to be permanently locked out, which, I mean, that's, like I said, that seems so stupid I, I, uh-huh. to put it bluntly it seems stupid that they couldn't put a, a way in for the people without the dlc to have a weekly strike uh-huh. that is not a dlc map yeah but like i mean though they're constantly tweaking the game internally like they released a quick patch yesterday to fix mm-hmm. it didn't really fix anything like, <laughs> it it fixed I can't even remember what the one thing they said it was fixing. Uh-huh. Well, I thought, like, when I saw it, I'm like, that's not a complaint that I think really needs needed fixing, other than uh-huh. some of the other things that I talked about today uh-huh. that I thought yeah. needed fixing. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's not like... The Dark Souls 2. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have the DL... Each um, piece of the Dark Souls 2 DLC has what's basically a raid. It has a challenge area where you go through like a series of rooms and fight a series of bosses. Mm-hmm. And one cool thing that they did is if you don't own the DLC, you can go to a special room and be summoned into the DLC raid by somebody who owns it and you can play with them. So like it's I wish they would do something like that. Like just say like like that would be a really good incentive for me to keep playing. Is if, like, once a week when the daily was the DLC stuff, like, I could play the DLC for free. Then I'd feel really good. Like, yeah, this is great. Like, I am I get to play the DLC for free. Like, these guys are awesome. Yeah. And then I'd probably buy it anyway. Like, yeah. the people who aren't buying the DLC aren't going to buy it no matter what. Like, yeah. that's, like, you're not losing a sale by giving it them, a, like, a little piece. Like, a mm. free demo 
of the, your $17 charge on the game they just bought three months ago. Yeah. Well, so the one the one tweak that they did is that this was actually this actually was a good fix now that I realize kind of what it's saying is that mm-hmm. the new gear when you got it uh-huh. didn't keep you at level 30. So when I got the new boots from the raid and mm-hmm. I put them on, it actually took me back to 29 and like 3 quarters. Uh-huh. But now they this last hotfix made it where the base puts you at thir- keeps you at level thirty, uh-huh. and then you work up from there. Oh, that's cool. So that's actually a pretty good fix. But <laughs> shit, what was I gonna say about what you were saying though? What were you saying just before mm-hmm. then? I don't remember. Um, I was just talking about um, how I feel like they should let people who don't own the DLC. Oh, DLC, yeah. Play in so, it. So yeah, I was just gonna say like. One one kind of thought, I guess, would be that pe- the people that aren't buying the DLC aren't are probably not the people that are grinding out the Nightfall Strike, uh-huh. which is like one of so there's a daily mission every day that gives you right. a radiant energy or whatever and like your ascendant energy and that's pretty much it. But mm-hmm. the weekly strike is a strike that is <laughs> strike. is hard. Uh-huh. But then there's the Nightfall, which is the hardest. It's a level 30. It has all these damage multipliers. And if you die, mm-hmm. and if your whole team dies at once, you're dead. Right, you're out. And you have to restart from the beginning. Uh-huh. Not like on the normal weekly, you get checkpoints. And if your whole team dies, you can start back at a checkpoint. But like in uh-huh. the Nightfall, when, if your team dies, you have to start over. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's actually really hard, and like, <laughs> I I I just started doing the nightfalls when I got to like twenty nine. Uh-huh. Like those are hardcore, just below the raid. I would say the first raid. I would say. Uh-huh. I mean, the, actually, part some of the nightfall strikes are more challenging than the first raid. Well, that's good. I mean, so, challenging is good. I like challenge. I mean, Dark they're Souls. they are for the hardcore players. So. <laughs> theoretically the people that aren't doing the nightfall or people that aren't getting the dlc probably aren't interested in doing the nightfall in the first place i mean but i mean that's 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 very general assumption right but yeah it does seem kind of like three or four years ago that Mm -hmm. that would happen but yeah well we talked about destiny (laughs) i don't even know we've got to be running long so let's just briefly mention... I think mention... we're right at an hour, Thomas. I think we started at 8. It's only 9 o'clock. Oh, well. The computer... The, the monitor is off, so I don't know where we are. But let's just briefly touch on... Um, there's a rumor report that Microsoft is going to launch their uh, their whatever, right? Their game streaming service. There is. Um, what... I can't think of what it was. It was called like Arcadia or something. Mm-hmm. It had Arcadia. Yeah, Arcadia. Arcadia. So... Yeah, I think we kind of mentioned it like a month or a half ago. Yeah, that there was ago. this 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 rumor that that Microsoft had an internal kind of conference for employees, and they showed off this service where they could stream Halo Four to PCs and mobile phones, also and surfaces, I think too. Mm-hmm. But uh, that you could they were playing like with the a 360 controller plugged into a phone. They're playing Halo 4 via just an internet browser. 
Right. And so now it seems very concrete or a lot more close to reality that that is something that they're definitely pursuing and that this is something that they're trying to get out there in the near future. Yeah. I expect we'll see it at E3. That's my bet. That's probably a really good guess. That that'll probably be one of the main things at the next E3 is that they come out and say they'll have this streaming service to PCs, phones, and consoles, and that you'll be able to stream. Because they've said, and this was kind of hinted at, that this is what, I mean, kind of like PS Now, that this is what they envisioned backwards compatibility for, like, the new consoles would become, and things Uh like that, is that you'd be able to play these old catalog games via the streaming, so Mm -hmm. it's not truly backwards compatible but like right. you're being able to get that you're getting there if if you're so inclined to play yeah. those games yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they do it and if they can how they price it and things like that because mm-hmm. i mean we kind of when we kind of talked about that we kind of talked about ps now and like i mean ps now i mean for as hype a, a big deal as it was it seems to have died down a, a lot and I mean, well, I mean, it's not necessarily been in the news, but I, I haven't kept up to see, you know, if they've been adding games or anything. They definitely haven't highlighted it if they have been. But I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it was never like really brought up. I mean, the last time it was brought up was when they when announced like the public or the, the beta for it or whatever they wanted to call it, the test or beta test, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... I think they kind of said, like, it's out of beta, but, like, there wasn't any real hullabaloo. I don't think said. it's out of beta. I think it's still well, technically in I beta. Think, it's I think, public. But. Yeah, I think it's public. So they said, like, it was a private beta for the select testing group who may or may not have seen it in this room. But um, uh, I think they came out, like, yeah, I think you're right, where they said now it's a open public beta and it's just kind of there right and i think that's it they're gonna let microsoft have the first conference again at e3 <laughs> and microsoft is gonna say um coming this fall we will launch a uh, beta of our new streaming service and then sony's gonna come out three hours later and say hey guys our streaming service launches now and then i don't know they do something and then they overprice all their games and make it <laughs> Right, I I might go see what the prices are like tonight because I'm I'm looking to play some games, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they've ever because I mean, I mean mm-hmm. they were saying and everybody was saying that there's only like they were only working on PS3 games and they weren't working right. on anything other than that and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like they're still I, that I know of and I mean we could go look and you can confirm back that I mean when we first looked at it there was not a big catalog of. Mm-hmm. well-known games there was a lot of a lot of smaller small stuff. indie not very i mean stuff that they could probably easily convert over and things like that i mean mm-hmm. it's a it seems understandable that it's a big deal to stream a whole like last of us or something you like can that. do that though the last of us is on ps now anyway well, whatever whatever no, whatever i mean I'm done. I'm done. I just want to go play some games. Let's go. 
Adios. Adios.